Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you browse homeowner reviews, compare quotes from multiple local pros, and even book a service instantly. So the next time you have a home project, just Angie that and start getting the most out of your home. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hi, it's Megan Segura. And Rachel Roberts. And this is The Daily Dish, Bravo's official podcast. If you're a new listener, thank you for joining us. You may have seen us on a little show called Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen because we were guest bartenders this week. Yes, we're so happy to have you. And if you're already a fan and listener, welcome back. Glad to see you. We're going to talk all about that later, but we also talked to Shervin from Shaws of Sunset to get even more details about this Annalise thing. But I, too, may have been fooled. I don't know. Ooh. Um, and then we also talked to Melissa Gorga. Yes. From Real Housewives of New Jersey. Yes. Um, and then we'll be talking about this week's episode of the Real Housewives of New Jersey, plus the Real Housewives of Orange County, the first part of their trip to Iceland. And then we'll get into that epic Shaws of Sunset reunion part one. So Sunday night, Rachel and I were guest bartenders on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. Oh my god, you can't see, but I'm like brimming from ear to ear. We're definitely experiencing the afterglow. (laughs) For sure, for sure. It was a dream come true because we are... We, we work at Bravo, but we're still, like, the biggest Bravo fans. For so. sure. I mean, I consider my life now the time before I was a guest bartender right. at Watch What Happens Live and now after. This is definitely, like, a top three life moments. And I'm not sure where my wedding falls into that, <laughs> like, if it's before <laughs> or after, but very close. Um, you shared a photo on your Instagram at Meg Segura yesterday, and I got, like, a little teary-eyed looking at it because it was us going to Watch Happens Live two years ago as guests. Yes, and, like, that to me was so exciting that mm-hmm. I got to go to the clubhouse and sit with you and watch the show. And then it's like, oh, my God, and now, like, we're guest bartenders. Oh, what is I our know. life? It's so crazy. But really, we owe it all to you guys, our listeners, mm-hmm. because without you, we would have we wouldn't be able to promote this show and we wouldn't be able to do it on the show. And the reason we were on is because we just want to continue building this community. I think it's so fun to watch the shows and talk about them, but then to like get your feedback oh makes it all the better. I mean, just 
commiserating with you all about these amazing moments has been so much fun for us. Yes. So please keep tweeting us at Bravo TV using the hashtag Bravo Daily Dish. We check them all the time. Like incessantly. We're obsessed. Like my boss has asked me to stop at work, <laughs> but I don't. Um, so one funny thing I wanted to talk about from Watch What Happens Live is Rachel and I got to our green room at the studio <laughs> and this older gentleman comes in and says, I need to mic you guys. So he is so sweet. He is saying to Rachel, oh, if you don't mind just like dropping this mic down your dress. And then he turned around. Right. Very respectful. He's like, don't worry. I'm not looking. Um, but meanwhile, he's like being very respectful, turning around the door wide open. Right. Like I'm lifting my skirt up. Spanx. Very visible. Right. And I'm like, well, can we close the door? Like, he's being very respectful, but the entire world can see up my skirt right now. So we did close the door, but then it was like, he, there was still an issue getting the mic on. So before he started, like, facing the wall away from Rachel, by the end, he was like, for five minutes, I feel like, it was not deep in your spank. No. Like, just... No, that's not what happened. It was... It, it was very uncomfortable for me being in the room. I was like, should I leave? <laughs> oh, God. No. I mean, I think it was like a, not even a minute. It probably just felt like a long time. Yeah. I was like, I can just put it on. It's fine. I it think, yeah. It was, it, he was so sweet. Uh, other fun fact. When you are a guest bartender, every commercial break, you get a new drink. Yes. I mean, yeah. it's weird because I was drinking a lot and I didn't feel it. Like, I didn't even get to a point where I was like, oh, my God, if I have one more drink, I might be buzzed. I think, like, the excitement of right, it all took over. superseded anything alcohol-related. Yeah, that's how I felt, too, because the first oh, – they have two drinks there, by the way, you guys. There's a mazel and a frisquila. Yeah. Frisquila. Yeah. And so it's fresca and tequila. Right. And then a mazel is cranberry and orange juice and vodka. We went for frisquilas. Yes. And they were – Oh, very strong. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I still was fine. Yeah. I was worried. I was very worried we were going to like knock over the bar and be wasty faces. But we weren't. We weren't. We have our job still. Um, our goal is, of course, to go back, you know. <sighs> I mean, because fame is an addictive drug. <laughs> Once you have a taste. But also we just want more experiences for you guys to learn about Watch What Happens Yeah. Live. So if you liked seeing us tweet at watch what happens live let them know yeah be like those girls they're amazing have them back <laughs> and shout out to danny and anthony who work on the show and have been on our podcast before and you guys haven't listened to that please go back and listen to it the title is a whisper of cranberry in the clubhouse get like everything you ever wanted to know about watch what happens live right because they've worked with all of the big names that have come through the clubhouse so we talk about mariah carey j-lo lopez yeah Please go back and listen, but uh, just know that we're also trying to get them back on the show. Yes. So, yeah, basically highlight of our lives. Yeah. We can die happy now. Totally. But coming into work was a little rough. Right. But, you know, let's take a break from us and talk about some news. Telephone, telegram, tell to me. We're here with Jocelyn Vina, news editor for The Daily Dish on bravotv.com. Hi. Hello. Hi. What's up? What? what happened to sexy voice, Jocelyn? Oh, 
I don't know. <laughs> I think you always sound sexy. Oh, thank <laughs> you. What um, are we talking about today? There are so many breakups. Breakups? Mm. I know, it's a sad week for love. Is it breakup season? It's cuffing season, so it's ironic that so many people are breaking up this week. Well, you gotta break up to then get your new cuff. That's true. Why is it called cuffing season? I really do not understand. I actually don't know. I think it's like a millennial thing, you know, millennials. Yeah, they're always just like making up pink i don't know whatever it's because we're going into like the cold weather months and like basically you want to just stay inside and you're like cuffed up with this one person because you don't want to be out and about and dating like boring don't you want to cuff up with a lot of people right i mean i mean that sounds more fun marriage is a trap (laughs) bang as many people as you can (laughs) that's what i say (laughs) um but no but on a more serious note right um let's start off by talking about Tinsley and Mortimer Mortimer and her coupon cabin CEO better half Scott have broken up wow I know I'm I'm sad a little bit has she confirmed it she hasn't said anything but sources are telling page six and E and us Mm. weekly so I mean that's that's a lot of sources wow I mean because yeah they I know the last we heard from her on Bravo was at the New York reunion and she was like, yeah, we're going to move in together. I know. So he was going to like move to New York. This is no. Is it back to the hotel? Is it back to the townhouse? Right. Hopefully. Ugh, that's the dream. Tinsley, just call us. We want to make sure you're okay. I think she's going to be okay. I think so too. I think this was like, like she fell really fast. She had just moved to New York. I feel like I think that she liked him. He seemed like a really nice guy. Totally, he came from like a safe space because Carol introduced them. Yes. We got mm-hmm. to see it on the show, and that was like really cute. And so, but it was really fast. It was fast. So I think that you know sometimes you just fall really hard, and then as time goes on, you're like, wait, no, maybe this isn't. They also live in different cities, so maybe right? That, that must be really, really hard. Um, also, Sheena Shay. <sighs> Is back on the market. That was a lot of deep sighs about the Sheena breakup. Because we have been told about the new season, like, well, we even heard when we interviewed right, when she Sheena was on in the, the podcast, office, it was she was like, obsessed with him. Obsessed with like, Robert Valletta, ev- yeah. Every thing we asked her somehow went back to, well, you know my new relationship, he's so amazing and perfect. Yeah, I mean, they had known each other for a very long time before they started dating earlier this year. They started dating... After she had separated from Mike. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, I mean, they went on vacations together. They were all up in each other's Instagrams. It, by all accounts, it looked like they were very happy together. But, you know, who knows, right? Love is fickle. It is mm-hmm. fickle. And then she posted, like, an Instagram. and Wait, what did the Instagram say? I, I, I pulled some of the bites from the Instagram. She wrote, looking optimistically into the future, life doesn't always turn out how you plan. It is filled with roadblocks, bumps, twists, and turns. But then she also wrote this, which I thought was really nice. I'm fortunate to be surrounded with amazing family and a group of friends, including Robert Valletta. That's a really nice statement. It is. It was really nice. I mean, they've been friends for a really long time, so who knows? Yeah. But, like, sad a little bit. Oh, no, totally. She was also, like, like, just wearing a fur jacket in the Instagram, so, like, also, like, looking really banging so like also like so it was also like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. hey boys yeah. yeah and then she was like at a party like a couple days later with like a blonde wig on and like a little like romper kind of thing so she's like looking good yeah like i'm not worried about sheena so she's she doesn't need to worry about cuffing right she, 
Probably Unless not. But you know it's what? the dirty kind. So handcuffs, bedpost. Oh, got it. I wasn't sure. What that was. I wasn't sure if that was like code for something that I didn't know about. It's that millennial you know, sex term. Yeah, I was like, what does that mean? I don't want that. Uh, so her Be and safe out there are now the only single ladies, which is kind of weird to uh, think about. Yeah, Kristen has a boyfriend. boyfriend. Jax is with Brittany, Brittany Tom and, and Tom, mm-hmm. Tom and Katie Maloney Schwartz, which is my favorite hyphenated last name of all time. Mm-hmm. Katie Maloney Schwartz. Schwartz, it's so good. Lisa and Ken, Ken. never forget <laughs> America's sweethearts. <laughs> Lala, Lala and her boyfriend, James and Raquel. Oh yes, just saw a photo of them at a Maxim yeah, and he had like Halloween party. He had like a crazy like horn thing on. So yeah, so everybody but Stasi and Sheena. Um, that's well, okay. That could be fun. That could be really fun. I mean, like, if I was going to be single, like, that could be fun. Totally. To hang out with them. Totally. Uh, and finally, Yolanda and David officially divorced <gasps> almost two years since they announced they were separated from each other. Oh, it takes so long. Well, actually, are Sheena and Mike officially divorced? Yes, they are. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, I, I remember she was explaining in California it takes freaking forever. Yeah, they yeah. got they were officially divorced back in April. So that was pretty quick, actually. Because yeah. they had announced, like, in November that they were going to Well, and I think Yolanda and David, there's probably a lot more assets I was to just going to say yeah. that. I was like, I think there's probably less they were married for, for like They Shay. were married for four years. They had been together for almost ten years. So it was like, there was a lot yeah. there. There was a lot of history there for them mm-hmm. to separate. Yeah. I'm really sad about that relationship. I need Yolanda to find a hottie. Yolanda, McCotty. I think, is like really happy being like from what I gauge single. Because like from what I can tell from her Instagram account, because like that's how you know if somebody's really happy or right, not. Right, right. It's, it's Instagram. Gauge. Right, mm-hmm, right, right. Mm-hmm. She's like on her farm and she's got her beautiful children and she like has like some beautiful apartment in New York City that she lives in and she life seems good for her. Like a someone like out of the limelight, like a farmer or like you know what I mean like salt of the earth guys nothing she to seems do she's like very salt of the earth herself so yes. it kind of makes sense she's a hashtag proud mommy and so like she needs like a hashtag proud farmer right and they could just like live in Montana or something together John Mayer he lives yeah. in Montana <gasps> John Mayer and Yolanda Foster let's he make it could happen be hashtag proud stepdaddy Ooh. Oh my, hashtag there would be some daddy <laughs> like oh god <laughs> Anyway, if that can happen, that would be great. Um, I have to say, this is the sexiest news briefing we've <laughs> ever had. I You're like welcome. it. You're welcome. Yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> um, so we hope all those ladies find love again. Yeah. And all the links to the stories we've talked about are in the description. Thank Thanks, you, Jocelyn. Jocelyn. No problem, guys. Anytime. Yeah. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code WONDERY to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. 
If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Urban Outfitters, Sephora, and Nike. And even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers. And Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Rachel, you know, for Real Housewives, it is a badge of honor to be able to say, hey, I still get my period. It's like a scarlet letter, but in a good way. Right. Well, I am proud to say, so do I. (laughs) So do I. At least I still get my period, bitch. Exactly. And because I get my period, I have to deal with it every month. But you know what makes each month a little easier? Hmm. Lola. Yes, love Lola. So Lola is a monthly subscription that is your tampons, pads, you make it customizable. If you want light, regular, heavy, you mix and match as you see fit. But it's not just tampons, they offer pads and liners. And the best part is that it's a company by women for women. We like the ladies here. Love them. For 60% off your first order, visit mylola.com and enter promo code DISH, that's D-I-S-H, to get 60% off. You really didn't think they know how to spell dish? Yeah. Let's get into the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Okay, uh, this episode was interesting because a lot of things that happened in this episode, Teresa calls out in her book. I had a feeling that this is not going to be the end of Teresa being mad at Melissa. I mean, they have had so many years of just like a contentious relationship. I know. That, that There's no way that can be fixed in a year. Right. And like, I feel like seeing them recently started to become my normal. And then seeing them clash this week, it brought me back to like, I was having flashes as I was, as I was watching of all like the big fights that they've had. Yeah. And just things that they've said to each other. Like, you're scum. Joey, call me scum. Joe. He just called me scum. I want to leave. Well, so what sort of triggered their slide back into old ways is Melissa said to Teresa, did you know your brother surprised me with a restaurant? And Teresa was like, yeah, he told me. And she's like, oh, he told you? I mean, because he didn't tell me. Like, he just surprised me with it. Right. And I get both sides because Melissa's going to be pissed that her husband was apparently telling the whole world and not her Mm -hmm. about this huge decision. Secondly, but I also get Teresa because in that flashback, Joe is like, I'm doing it for our parents right away. So, you know, I got that restaurant, right? I've been looking for, right? And this was for the parents. No, 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 no. So, like, to Teresa, I feel like this is all about her parents. She just lost her mom. So Melissa kind of not being into it is like, you're going against the family. You're going against my parents. Why aren't you just doing this great thing for my family? Well, and I was going to say, it doesn't help that at the same time, Melissa made a comment about Teresa's parenting and was like, hey, you let those kids run you around. Like, you should be laying down the law with them and being a little bit more strict, which 
don't ever tell a parent how to parent. Right, right. You're too nice to them because you never want them to be mad at you. You still have to put your foot down with them a little bit. So yeah, because she meets with her at her house, she hears that. Then they're having lunch with Danielle, and I maybe too because it was in front of Danielle, Melissa saying this. Right, a little embarrassing. Yeah. Because, you know, Danielle and Teresa, you know, even though they're friends now, they do have history. It must be embarrassing. Right. Um, but I was interested to see that in the next on, Gia's like, Mom, you let us walk all over you because you don't want us to hate you. Don't discipline that much because we are like, scared we're going to hate you. Which is so true. I mean, right? I mean, I, I, we've seen a glimpse, so I don't know. But even just in that moment with Melissa and Adriana in the kitchen. Well, in her book, Teresa was saying, you know, I give my kids everything because they've had to take on way more than any kid should. And it's almost her way of making amends for taking a year away from them. Right. And like they're going through a lot. So she wants to give them everything. I totally get that impulse as a parent. That makes a lot of sense to me. Totally. But I also think that I think Melissa was trying to be helpful. I think right. I don't think she I meant think it, it as a dick. From, yeah, I don't think she meant it. I don't think it came from a bad place with her. So the fact that like in interview Teresa's kind of like going in on her, I'm like, oh boy. That was really ballsy of her to say that. I would never tell anybody how to be with their children, and I'm really pissed. There's clearly resentment, but Teresa's not telling her like you cross the line. Like we, she hasn't said it yet. I don't even. It might be five episodes before Teresa says like, you know what? I didn't like when you said this. To right. Me. But she's clearly holding a grudge, and like there's friction. What did you think about their little tiff at the restaurant with Joe? Yeah, I don't want to cook. I already warned him I'm not doing that. Okay, but then would you be a waitress if you had to? No. I'm not waitressing. No, you, you know when she'll be here? I know when she'll be here. She'll be here on Friday nights and Saturday nights. Ah! Just coming to hang out, drinking wine, uh, getting yeah. drunk. What do you want me to do? Uh, so we got to stop what, this before. I want you to like, work. We're supposed to run a business. Aren't want, you going to work, work, work? It's like a no? ticking time bomb. Um, are you? Yes. I want to see you here, not out with your friends on Friday. I'm going to be here. Okay, good. I kind of loved it because Joe kept having to be like, ah, oh, the walls, ah, oh, the pictures. But it was like, that's when I was getting flashbacks to them like really not liking each other. Right. What did you think? Just that you know the feeling when you know you're late. Maybe you're not having the best day. And so Melissa comes in and already they're both like, oh, so you're late. Oh, so you're not going to work. Oh. And she's just like, are you kidding me? Right. And especially something that would piss me off is that if like one time I'm late and I'm talking to somebody who's late all the time, I'm just like, that. every time you do that, that annoys me. So like the fact that you're not giving me like a little bit of like wiggle room here. Right. I'm going to lose my mind, you know? I totally get it. Totally. Uh, But I just love Joe in the middle. I know. So funny. And next week it's going to be the, that's my wife. That's my wife! I'm like so excited for this conversation. She's not a real Gorga. Yeah. She's only Gorga by f***ing injection. That's my wife. Oh, here we go. That's my wife. I'm leaving. Bye. Ugh, Trey. Trey. She's dealing with a lot. Um, but she's not the only one. Siggy is very emotional again this episode with her son. Yes. Oh, my God. That scene killed me. So do you think that you and Demi are going to go to school together? I don't want to talk about that. Well, why can't we talk about college? Have you decided where you want to go yet? Nope. Nope? Nope. I was like, 
don't ask your son these big questions. Maybe start with the weather. Right. Start with what are you wearing to your birthday dinner. I also think maybe he's not super comfortable being on camera. Oh, and I didn't like even think about how there's that like added layer. Right. And that she's like, so you're gonna be sad your girlfriend like isn't right. going to the same school as you. Like, yikes. Right. She's asking these like big questions and then in the interview she's like, I'm just asking for a sentence. I'm like, you're asking for like big decisions. But I think it made me sad because I when I was at her house filming for with her, the way she talks about and to her kids, it's like they are her everything. Mm. And I know every parent says that, but with her it was like palpable. Like she couldn't keep her hands off especially her son. Like she's obsessed with him. Mm. She even was like, said to me, he came out of my cookie. Can you believe this? I would die if my mother on camera said, he's obsessed with her cookie, but I came out of mine. I love Joshua's girlfriend, but he is all about his girlfriend's cookie. But let's not forget, he came out of my cookie. She said it in front of me and him. And what was weirder to me is that he has clearly heard this a million times (laughs) and it didn't face him. And meanwhile, I was like, what? Cookie! <laughs> it's a whole new meaning. Um, so she's, that's the place Siggy is in. Yes. And then we have this purse party. Yes. And then she does this. Everybody, I want to ask you a question. I want everybody to shut up. <laughs> if I have a cake made for you for your birthday, and it's three tiers, and it's beautiful, if it's being thrown across the restaurant, how many people think that that is rude? Please raise your hand. That's it. Here you go. Melissa, that's all I wanted. That's all. That's all I wanted. I would die if I was Melissa. Oh, I know. I would die. Also because you're beating a dead horse. And it would be one thing if she did it as like a joke after they had already kind of mended fences. But because but they, they had hadn't not. talked yet... That was a lot. Lot. So that happened. That wasn't even the big drama at the party. I know. You'd think that would have been it. But Teresa and Danielle haven't even arrived yet. Right. So they show up. Dolores is already there. And Danielle throughout the episode has kind of been hinting that she knows something about Dolores and something. No, I, I'm just so mad about this. Oh, I was like, am I getting this wrong? No, no, no. I put my finger up, ladies and gentlemen, because I am so I have so many feelings about this. So Danielle is at lunch, even with Teresa, like, um, have you heard anything from Siggy and Dolores? And you hear in her interview that she's like, because Dolores said something to me. So tell me something. Has anybody heard or seen Siggy or Dolores? Uh, No, I haven't talked to Dolores. You haven't seen her since? No. So here's the thing. I never want to be the person to go and say something to somebody, like, creating drama. But Dolores said something to me that might have been a little compromising. And at the party, Danielle brings it up in front of Dolores and Teresa. Because she's like, I mean, it's been so long, I can't believe she hasn't brought it up to you yet. Oh, well, first, I she tells Teresa in the limo on the way over. Right. So she tells Teresa in the limo on the way over, like, I thought she would bring it up to you, because, she, but since she hasn't yet, I'm going to let you know. Which the secret is that Dolores apparently said this. She was saying, you know, Teresa's many things, but she is not concerned about anything or anyone except for money. Which, if she did say that, 
she's never going to bring it up to Teresa. Right. <laughs> like, that, none of that makes sense, Danielle. Like, hey, I just want to be candid. The <laughs> other day I was saying you only care about money. So, you know, I'm glad I got that out there. Right. And I thought I would warn Danielle about it. But I just wanted to let you know that I had said that. You would never say that never. you said that to someone. And I, I don't know either way. It just doesn't ring true for me that Dolores would say that because Dolores has been friends with Teresa since I'm since I'm 16 years since old. I'm 16 years old. So in that case, why would she choose to be friends with someone so many years if all they cared about was money and that they'll step on anyone or anything to get it? Right. What does that say about Dolores that right. that's one of her good friends? Like, but then again, why would Danielle say it if it wasn't true? Right. I don't know. But, of course, Dolores' theory is that she just wants to ruin Teresa for all of the havoc that was wreaked during the early seasons of Jersey. That would be a really interesting master plan. She's playing the long game. Right. She's playing the long game. The only way I can think that Dolores did say it is if she was saying – if she was trying to – make a point and it came out the wrong way completely and I don't think I love her so much but I don't think she's exactly the most eloquent person I think she just kind of says things right very emotional yeah so I don't think it was like this like if it was saying something like that that's not what she meant so I think Danielle's maybe twisting her words a little bit and then now it's become this big old thing which, like, I just don't see Dolores saying that. And Dolores' reaction, which also, by the way, you guys, I wanted to point out that we get to watch it unbleeped. Oh, yeah, that was amazing. So we get to hear them saying all the fucks and the bitches and the, yeah. Well, you, we can say bitches, but and the, all of it. We get to hear it all. Motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. Fucking bitch. Fucking We get to hear it all. It's great. It is really great. Hearing it come out of them is awesome. I think that actually was an idea at one point. I uh, think it was too. It was like, like letting a it Bravo brainstorm that was like, should we also release an unbleeped version of the episodes? Which I was like, yes, yeah, I'd watch that. I'd pay for that. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought I wanted that. That was fun for me. This yeah. episode. Um, but then Danielle's so affected by it, she's crying. Right. So, like, it must have been she said something kind of like that. It got taken the wrong way. I don't know. Although I think I would cry, too, if I had Dolores coming at me. She just is such a force, little pint-sized, yeah, force of nature that, like, will, you know. Yep, in a jean dress. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But I think that. I would lose my mind, too, though. Like, I get where Doris is coming from. And then that Teresa's like, I don't know. I'd be like, are you f***ing kidding me? That was crazy to me, Teresa's reaction. Listen, I don't know. I, right? I, I was, when Listen, I heard it, there's I was no way. I think it's because she has this weird anger about the whole Siggy situation. She's letting it affect her opinion of this Danielle thing now. Like, I think that because she has some anger about that and is like, Dolores is sticking up for Siggy and not me. Why doesn't she have my back? And now Danielle says this thing where conveniently Dolores doesn't have her back again. You know, it's like very. Yeah. But it made me rethink Dolores's tagline because she's like, I'm all about loyalty or whatever. Yeah. Well, like you mean that you now know why that's her yeah, tagline. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, it makes sense now. Yeah. 
But then we have Danielle kind of stirring the pot. The feelings pot. So then we leave on this, like, terrible note of nothing is solved. <laughs> right. Yikes. And next week is the whole, she's not a Gorga. Can't wait. For some reason, every time I hear Gorga now, I think of Gorgons. The I've mythological. i that. I mean, gargoyles? No, no, no. A, a gorgon is is like Medusa. <laughs> oh, Medusa was a gorgon. <laughs> so we've watched all this Jersey stuff, but we wanted to hear from someone who lived it. Melissa Gorga. In the house. Hey everyone, it's Rachel and I am here with Melissa Gorga. Hi. Hi, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, um, I want to talk a little bit about this season. We have a, some new faces, some returning faces. Yes. So this is your first season being on with Danielle with the crew. What is that like? Did you have any preconceived notions about her? Or? You know, I think there's a lot of preconceived notions about Danielle Stubb. Um I have to say, though, and I did meet her for the first time on camera. It was like I, when I went to her party, it was I've never met her before, which nobody can believe. But I've never met Danielle before. Right. Um, and I have to say I was pleasantly surprised. Good. I think she's misread. I really mm. do. I think she's very vulnerable. I think she's um, I didn't I don't think she had a fair chance. And and I'm saying that honestly, I really don't think she had a fair chance. And I think that um you know, she's intriguing. She's interesting. She's going to say the unexpected. And I love I love that about her. Mm-hmm. You know? And this is your fifth season now? This is my sixth season. Sixth season. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, did you ever have a moment where you were like, I don't know if I can do this anymore? Oh, yeah. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, every time we're about, like, filming the reunion at the mm. end of each season, I'm like, yeah, this is definitely going to be the last time I sit on this couch. But, you know, I'm back. Yeah. Now, I think I enjoy it more, actually. I think I actually, I don't know, I've come a long way from season three. And I think I've just myself grown as a person. I'm a lot more confident about what I have to say and what I want to do. And um, I don't stress anymore whether someone's going to like what I have to say or not. I just don't care. I, I, I really don't. Like, I'm a very nice person. I'm a genuine person. But if I want to say something now, I say it. Where before, I used to get stressed out uh, that people wouldn't like what I had to say. And now I just... I own it. And, and I'm happy about that. I think that just comes with age also. I'm also, you know, six years older now. So do you think it has anything to do with being like the new girl, too, versus like, yes, I do. I think it's hard coming into these shows, especially for like Margaret, who is our new girl. I mean, it's a very Gorga, uh, Gorga Judice centered show. It's a family you know, situation. So I think it is um, it's hard for anybody coming into these shows. And Margaret did a really good job of like being who she is and like not being scared and showing us, you know, her voice, which is not easy coming into all of this. So, yeah. Yeah. I said that to her, too. I was like, from the get, I feel like she was just like super bold and brash and like right. not afraid. And that's how you have to be. You have mm-hmm. to be like that or you're just going to get swallowed up. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, we start this season on a terrible note with the loss of Teresa and Joe's mother. Um, and then something I think that surprised me definitely and will surprise fans is Teresa for the first time mentioning how angry she was that she like lost a year and wasn't there. Right. How did you react to that? I was in shock that she actually said it out loud. I think I know how she feels, um, but that she's starting to say things out loud was um, shocking for me. 
just because it's not the usual, it's not the norm from her, but I think it's doing her a lot of good actually, because it's it's hard to like hold all of these feelings inside and then eventually you're going to explode. And so she hasn't exploded as much lately, which is good. It's good because she's talking and expressing like how she feels and, and she's, you know, I was surprised when she admits that there's a lot of animosity towards the situation, you mm-hmm. know? Have you read her book? No, I have not read her book yet. It comes out today or tomorrow, right? So, Any sneak peeks about it that you know? Um, What do I know? No, I do know that she's very raw in it. Mm-hmm. And I do know that um, it's not her typical, like, um, put the rug over it. She basically tells you how she really feels. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, because I feel like in the past... We do, uh, there's a wall sometimes with Teresa. She doesn't like. Oh, yeah. And she doesn't break it. It's a facade. It's like a, it's, yeah, definitely. And I think that she is learning that that's not the best way. And she's just, she's just talking now. She's saying the real situation and how she really feels. Um, I feel you two, though, are in a really great place. Like in this first episode, I loved seeing you tease her and. Yes. Now we can tease each other. It's really good because I'm a teaser. I like to tease like I I'm playful. I'm like a playful banter. And, you know, her and I used to be able to do that. And we stopped for a while because it was like walking on eggshells. I'm like, I don't know if I can be like that or not. But now I know that we're good. Like we can tease each other and come right back around. So it's good. I wanted to talk a little bit about the whole restaurant, that moment we see in the super tease of Teresa saying you're a Gorga by marriage. Um, what was that like? How did you get to where you are now from that? Um, that was rough. That was, I was obviously, you can see that I was mad that day. You're going to have to watch the episode to see how that happens. But um, yeah, I, I listen, we're not perfect. We definitely insult each other sometimes. And I was definitely insulted that day. So, and I, I let her know. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but things are good now. Yes, we're oh, good. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about Joe because I think he might be one of the only house husbands that has like a talking head. And right. he's like so involved and I love it. It's so funny because so many people because he it, the show loves him. Obviously, they love to film him. They love what he's got. To, you know what he's got to say. He wears his heart on his sleeve. He's the happiest. He's he's awesome. So, um, but it's so funny because you see him the most on the show, but he's probably the most disinterested. Like I don't think he watches an episode. He doesn't care about like Instagram or Twitter, or he really <laughs> like doesn't even know he's famous. He doesn't care. Like he's so disengaged in the show. But when he's on, he's on, and then he could care less what's going on in the world. Like. So when it comes to the world of like, oh, I'm a I'm reality television, like he just doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, and he'll say what he wants. He doesn't care who's listening. It could be the Pope. He doesn't care. <laughs> he just <It's>... doesn't. <laughs> um, and then I just want we have a fun thing called Sophie Stanberry's choice okay. um, instead of a Sophie's choice. Okay. It's Sophie Stanberry here. Get the tunes on because I'm ready to dance, bitch. Um, so if you had to only dance to one of these songs for the rest of your life, being a Bravo celebrity pop icon yourself. Yes, I'll take that title. Thank either so uh, Kim Zolciak Beerman's Don't Be Tardy or Countess De La Chappes, uh Money Can't Buy You Class. Are you familiar with those? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to have to sing Don't Be Tardy. Till I die, if that's what I have to do. (laughs) You have to choose. So, yeah, I'm going to go with that one. Okay. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Melissa, thank you so much for not only being candid, but playing our game. Because not only 
are you truly a Bravo pop icon? You knew the others. And you had a very definitive answer, which I was surprised about. Do you ever feel like you're settling? For your foundation, that is. Maybelline's new Instant Age Rewind Eraser Foundation doesn't settle into fine lines and wrinkles. With SPF 20 and moisturizing pro-vitamin B5, this foundation not only provides medium coverage and a natural finish, but also protects and nourishes your skin. And the best part? The blurring sponge tip applicator makes application a breeze. Say goodbye to cakey, uneven foundation and hello to a flawless, radiant complexion. Try our new foundation today and see the difference for yourself at amazon.com slash instant eraser foundation. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, Megan, do you ever not watch Bravo? Uh, very rarely am I not watching Bravo. Right, but like for like 15 minutes a day? Oh, yeah, totally. Like I'm in the bathtub. Right, perfect. So for those 15 minutes, I have a great suggestion. Mm -hmm. Stay tuned. Oh, I love Stay Tuned. Yeah, it's this new show on Snapchat Discover where you get the news of the day in two minutes. Hosts Savannah and Gotti bring you all the news you need to know from across the country and around the world twice a day. You can find Stay Tuned on Snapchat. Swipe right and find it under Stories or on the Discover page. So now between... Our Bravo Liberty News updates and stay tuned. You're going to be the most well-informed person you know. So we need to talk about the Shaw's reunion. Yes. Um, we've mentioned before that they shot this. They shot the season a while ago. Mm-hmm. So I had watched all the episodes like back to back to back. But then I've been waiting for the reunion, and. It did not disappoint. No, but it was like rapid fire. I feel like I was getting whiplash watching it because I was just like, no, we're talking about this. No, Tommy was out for like two minutes. And I felt like one of my favorite episodes of the whole season was that really honest fight between him and MJ. Right. So I wanted more. But everything he said was adorable. Yeah. He was just like... The best. He's the best guy. I love him so much. I just love that they all came in hot. And I think a lot of that has to do with, again, because they shot it so long ago, it's been a while since they've been able to really confront these issues. Mm. And so they've had time to watch and, and like, sit. stew. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, because I was surprised that Gigi and Mike from the get were, like, really combative. Because I didn't remember them having issues all season, really. I know in past seasons Right, they have, right, right, yeah. But, like, right away they were, like, super mad. But even, like, four minutes in, Gigi said this. Why is everybody ready for fighting right now? We're just, like, the first ten minutes into this shit, man. Um, I thought it was crazy that before the first commercial break, Asa drops casual racism in <gasps> regards to Mike. I was like, wow. And she did, she doubled down. Um, I thought maybe because they're friends and he would be able to explain himself a bit more, they could come together, but she was not having any of it. Right. Um, Because even Andy was stepping in being like, but don't you see, he's trying to explain. And she was like, nope. He did that a few times, more so than I feel in other reunions that I've seen. Andy was very like, 
don't you see where they're coming from? Like with right. Reza and Asa at the Dead Sea. Or like there were a few times when he was like really trying to have them like explain to each other and get each other. Yeah, I think because honestly, the goal of the reunion is for everyone to come to some sort of resolution, whether right. it's like we're not going to be friends or we're, we are going to be friends. But they sometimes would get into this standstill of, and yes. he had to like move it along. We're not getting anywhere. Let's move on. Right. And I, I was going to say, I think it's because they were being so combative and, like, stubborn, he had to kind of be like, no, come on, guys, you have to talk this out. Yeah. That's the point of this. But we didn't talk about Vida. Oh, Vida. I mean, on one hand, yay, Vida and Tommy love each other. I mean, I loved, first of all, yay, Vida and Tommy love each other. I thought that was a great moment. The fact that she was like, I actually want him to marry my daughter now compared to like the flashback from last season when she was like, no, I don't think it's a good idea. Vida, um, has seen Tommy take care of Shams changed your opinion of him at all? Yes, of course. Since last year, I got to, I got chance to know him better. Uh, I start to like him. But I also loved her just calling Asa out. Oh, yeah. Um... Uh, also has been changed for the worse. Surprise, surprise. Because uh, also is a very, the most ungrateful person. Oh she came to this country with one suitcase. Now she has everything and she owe all that to the show. And yet she said that she's not watching the show. You know, I haven't really. But that is one thing about Vita. She gets very defensive of MJ when it comes to the, the rest of the group. Right. Like she'll pick at her. But if every, anyone else does, she goes after them. Right. And I, I, I was just kind of like, that's exactly how my mom would be. And I. How like, any mom should be. This one time when I was little. I was like 12 or 11 and like girls were being mean girls and my mom came to the playground and she was like you bitches leave my daughter alone oh my god and it was mortifying you know and I was like mom you made it so much worse but so at the time I like hated her for it but like in retrospect I'm like that is what my mom should do and like that is what I want what I would want to do you know this my mom has always been very kind to everyone Kind is not a, mother, a word to describe my mother. I'm sorry, Mom, but you're like a, a a bull in a china shop. So when I was in high school, the boy I was dating, another girl was going after him. And I was in a car with my parents, and I said to my mom, is she prettier than me? And my mom was like, you guys are both beautiful. And my dad jumped in and was like, you're, of course, way prettier. And I feel like that's how it should be. Yes, yes completely. So I still remember mom. <laughs> <laughs> we both remember moms. Um, but then the whole... Right, so... Uh, she Vita... didn't say mistake. She said she didn't plan it. Right, okay. So Vita is asked, well, you love Tommy. Are you ready for them to have babies? And she's like, no, I'm not ready to be a grandmother. I don't think that MJ's ready. And then you kind of... I think Annie was like peeling back the layers, and then she said, "Were there twenty? Were you ready to have a baby when you had MJ?" Um, um, I didn't plan it. Which, by the way, that's totally fine. I mean, yeah, I didn't think that so that was so insulting. Everyone kind of freaked out. I'm like, so many people I know weren't planned, but right. like, they exist now. I mean, they kept the baby, so yeah. like, 
Is that terrible? But it's like if you had the baby, so you did make the choice to right in, in the end. Yeah, I mean, like I was just at a wedding this weekend, and like the mom was like, "Well, she had the kid like eight years after her first son." She was like, "We didn't plan on it, but he's been such a joy to my life, or something like that." And it's right. like, I don't think saying that is like an insult, but, but everyone I think it's it the so. way. It's because Vita didn't soften it. She mm. didn't say, we didn't plan on her, but... It's been the greatest joy of my life. Which every parent does. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Vita doesn't do that. No, she doesn't. So it just kind of left a really heavy feeling in the air. Right, and then Asa turned to Andy and said this. Yeah. So you guys like bringing Vita out to shit on me every time? No. It's I, like I mean, a thing. She actually usually shits on Mercedes. She said nice things about me. She said she was a mistake. You know how this season we've discussed a lot of, about transparency and Asa's not transparent enough about her life? So I thought this was interesting that Andy asked who of this group has had plastic surgery and what, and MJ declined to answer. Yeah, I hear you. You had a breast reduction two You've years ago. You've never had anything done? I'm not, I'm not raising my hand to Come any on. of that. I choose to not answer that question, and that's because I find it personally offensive. What did you think about that? I thought it was really odd because I feel like we've had her talk about this before right so I was like why now are you objecting I don't but what makes me think is because they were showing social media things maybe this was something that was happening on the Twitter and Mm. on the social that she's gotten really sensitive about but I felt conflicted because on one hand I was like you know what it is a really rude question like if someone wants to get something done and not talk about it that's their business Mm -hmm. but then the other part of me is like you are putting out there these really amazing photos of yourself on Instagram and it sets this expectation of beauty that's not always realistic. Shouldn't we be open about that? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just felt conflicted. I felt conflicted too because you have every right to say like, I don't want to talk about something. Right. But at the same time, I think it was an extra layer because MJ's whole thing is transparency, transparency, transparency. Right. So it's like you kind of have to, you know... You have to walk the walk. Totally. At the end of the season, we saw Asa kind of like alone, bedridden because of her pregnancy. Uh, And also she had gotten in a bad place with most of the cast. Seeing her there with them was so explosive. Totally. So I love that we addressed the whole baby thing in episode one. Mm -hmm. And she kind of laid out what happened and then Andy asked everyone do do you believe Asa do you believe this baby was conceived naturally and what do you think why what do you think up until now I had always pretty much thought the way that MJ thought we're like she has boy embryos she's having a boy she is older she went and got IVF like all the pieces are adding up to she got IVF and it wasn't a natural pregnancy but because she turned to Reza and said you know that I had all boys but I wanted a girl and we were going to try naturally and if that didn't work we were going to go to IVF and didn't I tell you that right before I got pregnant, or for like a little bit before I got pregnant, we were going to try naturally, and then I did. Went through the IVF. I told Reza, I said, babe, they're all boys, and I want a girl too. And he said, babe, he's like, you're young. And I said, you know, I, I don't want to go later than 40. And then he said, this is what you do. He's like, when you just try to naturally get pregnant for a girl, and if you don't, then you have these. Isn't that what we talked about? Verbatim. And Reza said, mm-hmm, and he nodded, and I was like, oh. That made me question for the first time, because this whole time I've been like, no, nah, girl, you got IVF. But now I'm like, well, maybe she didn't. 
can I tell you, I agree with you 100%. It's it's a miracle. You guys. I know. <laughs> but cuz yeah, I've always been on the really skeptical train. And mm-hmm. then I was like, well, the way she lays it out, I feel like she's had every opportunity to say it was IVF if it was. And I don't know. It was weirder to me that basically everyone in the circles like don't believe you. Mm-hmm. Still. Right. Except for Shervin and Mike. I can't remember what Mike said. I was. think Mike said he believed her. Yeah, but MJ still does not. Gigi does not. Mm-mm. Wow. Yeah, I know. But yeah, next week we're going to find out what Reza thinks, which is like the ultimate because I think that this is like going to be the make or break of their friendship. Totally. Like Asa's like, are you really going to do this to me right now? Mm-hmm. You know? And really, like at this point, from what I know about Asa, I don't think she would judge anyone for having IVF. I don't think that it would be... So, like, I feel like she would just say if she did. Yeah. I think her only mistake, and again, this kind of goes back to those feelings of conflict because I think people should be able to keep private stuff private, but when you're on a reality show, so many people go through it. She should have just said from the beginning, oh, yeah, I froze some embryos. Right, because now it's it's coming back to bite her. Right, because people are like, it's not adding up. It's now. putting an Instagram filter on, mm-hmm. w- like what is a very crazy process. Right. In this episode, a huge part was that we got an update from Shervin on the whole Annalise situation, which we were kind of talking about. But you got an interview with him where mm-hmm. he kind of explains more about it. Yeah, or I was super duped. I talked to him back in July, and now watching this episode, I'm like, did I get taken? Did he, I mean, not like Liam Neeson kind, but did he trick me? I don't know, but I totally believed him at the time. (sighs) Hindsight. Hey, everyone, it's Rachel here, and I am with Shervin from the Shaws of Sunset. Hey, hey, how you doing? Good, good. Um, I wanted to jump in and ask you what it was like joining cast season five um it was it's been an amazing ride yeah i've i've had a great experience i mean comes with it's good and bad yeah (laughs) but like everything but uh but all in all i'm i feel very lucky to be here and and i've i've had a lot of fun with this Good. And yeah, because it's been on for a time. So did you have kind of an idea what you were getting into a little bit? There is no way you could have an idea of what you're getting into. It's uh, it's its own world. Um, actually, I'm not going to lie. The first thing I, I recognized was it's a lot of work, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm watching it. You you have that classic syndrome. It's like, oh man, like I would have done this or I could do that. Oh, they should be following me, me and my friends. We would make so much better. Like this is so easy. Why aren't they doing that? But then you do it. You're like, dude, this is a lot of work. This is not easy. This is a very, very, very complex chess game. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's not easy. That being said, have you watching the seasons? Has anything come up that you were surprised that someone had said? Uh, sure, including myself. Um, I think that's just natural, right? In in life, especially in situations where you're under pressure or against time, sometimes you just blurt something out, right? And of course, we can all be fair and admit to have having having um, our douchebag moments in life, you know. And it happens, you know. So I don't hold it against anybody, or it's never made me, thus far anyway, 
look at anybody any differently. It's, I have I have some allowance for that in my mind. That's good. Yeah. Um, Again, that's probably because I'm also quite uh, guilty of <laughs> having those douchebag moments as well. Well, maybe kind of speaking of that, so Reza always makes a lot of jokes about how you're a hoe. Swervin Shervin. Yeah, Swervin Shervin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we wanted to know, uh, what's your number? What my number is? <laughs> yeah. Shit, do you have a calculator? <laughs> I don't know, seven? Seven? Times something, I don't know. <laughs> all right, all right. It's, it's, uh, I uh, well, moving on to Annalise, your girlfriend. Oh, uh, such a great I know, transition. There. I know, right? Awesome. So we saw your terrible first date, we'll call it. How did you transition? I didn't think it was that bad, by the way. Did you not? I That's thought it was being funny. Okay, okay. Okay, so... Well, hold on, hold on. Who ended up with her, though? See, mm, there you go. This is true. Well, that's part of my question. How did? Well, if you didn't think it was that bad, then I guess how you pivoted isn't really a question then, because you just thought it was fine. I thought it was great. I was like, <laughs> that was awesome. Did this, she? This chick's gonna be in love. Did she give you a hard time about it now, or? No, we joke around about it. I think I I think what the viewer doesn't see is that we have that sarcastic humor between us, and by between us, I mean like I clown on her and she takes it, right? Mm. So that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, we were just messing around. I was being, it was, I was being facetious, right? Right. So, I, but yeah, anyway, so we transitioned, we kind of, it developed, and we continued to see each other, which was really cool with me because she's really pretty and very nice. <laughs> yes. Um, and, you know, we've, we've, but it's, but it hasn't been easy. I mean, it's a long distance relationship. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get much further than, than us, right? Right. So. Bicontinental. I, I, it's literally, it's not. Even, it's bicontinental to be the farthest continent from us as well, right? Right, right. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's like the second longest flight you can take. Yeah, it's yeah. super long. I I traveled one time from Northern California to there, and it was like fifteen hours. Sixteen. Sixteen hours. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's a, so it's a long flight. I can only imagine what that does on a relationship being in a different time zone by yeah. like a day. Yeah, I mean, it's just just the actual physical like 16 hours on a plane is so freaking bad itself that when you get to where you're going you're not in the best of moods mm. right you're not like oh my god this is so great okay <laughs> you know it's like you have the family vacation when you're younger and you do the road trip and it's the trip the road trip is so bad that you don't even want to be at disneyland now right right, right? you're like this sucks dad right. yelled at me seven times and told me he's gonna put me in the trunk <laughs> i just want to go home <laughs> mickey right <laughs> So, you know, that's that's kind of like sometimes how it is. I mean, that's how long, far we are from each other. Right. Um, and because of that, like, the dynamics of the relationship are not standard in any way. Right. Right. Um, standard being like the relationship, I'm, I'm holding my fingers in quotes because that, comes, that word comes with its own connotation. Mm-hmm. They don't all apply. Right. In our case. Right. Right. So it is what it is. It's kind of hard to just explain it to everybody. And that's and for two reasons. One, because, yeah, I know I'm on reality TV and I'm kind of open and stuff, but she's not technically, mm-hmm. right? So she's kind of like, I don't want to break it down for everybody exactly what it is. It's none of their business, right? Right. And though I'm on, again, on reality TV, I'm there are certain things I'm still kind of private about. And it's in all fairness, it's not like... I'm not pulling, you know, I'm not saying, oh, okay, you tell me, but I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to ask you either. You know, right. I don't, I'm not going to ask you about your relationship 
or something like that. Like when they were grilling, everybody's grilling also, also about. I was going to ask you about yeah, that. Yeah. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Who cares? Right. Well, she's not telling you to have kids without getting married. She, but but that's her prerogative. Like you can't you can't stop that. You know that's how she's comfortable. It's none of your business. Right. Aside from that, I mean, I think uh, fair to be said that I don't have a problem having kids without getting married either. Right. I, don't, I think that's okay, you know. Um, but anyway, so when it got to, to me, it's like, what difference does it make? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, Reza's grinding me about my relationship. It's like, this is exclusive or not. Why? Do you want to f*** me? Like, wh- <laughs> <laughs> why, why does it matter to you, you know? So it's uh, it's... It, but again, you know, this is the group and this is kind of how one of the quirks that, that the group has is that they kind of want to know anything and everything about shit that's none of their business. Right? <laughs> yeah, it does seem, uh, I've said this before on the show, that like you guys all want to know everything about each other and will constantly call each other out yeah, on it. Yeah, Well, he explained to me, I asked Reza one time about this and he told me it's about, it's about being accountable, right? He's like, it's it's important to be accountable because, you know, we want to share with each other. And, and if one of us is going to be, and we're going to hold each other accountable because that's what helps you grow and develop as, as, as a person. And I agree with that. However, at the same time, I think like, I don't know, I, I have certain lines in my mind where it's like, if this person's comfortable telling me something and they want to discuss something with me, great. But I'm not going to drag it out of them, you know, unless you have a situation where you feel like th- they need your help and they just not knowing like we had our GG intervention mm-hmm. she needed help you know mm-hmm. she wasn't willing to say hey listen I need help and we had to kind of pull it out of her I think that to me is a lot more understandable and acceptable than beating up Asa over you know her having a kid without being married right right that's understandable um, last night on Watch What Happens Live, uh, a viewer just called in and asked if you were planning to cheat on Annalise. Yeah. What would, were you thinking when they asked that question? Um, I, clearly, they don't screen the calls. Right? <laughs> so, you know, or maybe they do. <laughs> or maybe they do. Yeah, and uh, and you know when I love Andy and I love the show. I think it's really fun, and I think the viewers love the show as well. I think they take the whole, if this word is said, to have a shot really seriously Mm -hmm. because some of them call pretty drunk. (laughs) Um, So, you know, she's like, are you planning to cheat? I I mean, it wasn't in my things to do list today. (laughs) Maybe tomorrow I'll check, right? But no, you know, you can't plan on anything like that. The other thing is you can't cheat on somebody when you're in an exclusive relationship. It just doesn't. That's the whole purpose, right? So I think as we see throughout the season, things are going to develop and we'll get to see a little bit more. And I think it's all going to kind of come together at the reunion, mm. right? Because what we see on TV is, is from one perspective. I can totally, I, I never watch an episode and go, oh my God, that's totally fake. No, right. that's not the case. But I always say, oh, that's a perspective, you know, but I see something totally different, you know, and... That's when, during the reunion, we have that opportunity to share that. Mm-hmm. So I think during that time, when I shed some light, it'll help it kind of become whole Okay. for everybody. Well, now I'm really excited for the reunion. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I want to say yes and no. Right? <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. Yes, I'm excited for the reason I just told you. No, because that 18-hour day is so f***ing hard. I'm sure. You need I'm a sure. week vacation afterwards. <laughs> We should negotiate that into next year's contract, by the way. Right, I get a vacation yeah, automatically. Yeah, like pay, paid, by the way. You know, the key term paid. Uh, so, yeah, you, uh, 
answering that question last night on Watch What Happens Live, you said, you know, wait for in the season some things. Do you mean the exclusivity? Yeah, I mean the exclusivity. I mean, like, um, like her reaction to how everything goes down, mm-hmm. you know? Um, at the end of the day, if we're, we're sitting here saying, well, well, two things I'll say. One, exclusivity, non-exclusivity in this case, is a two-way street, you know? So... Sure, here my friends are grinding me about what I'm up to over here. I'm a single guy in Hollywood. Fuck you think I'm going to do. You know, I'm not going to go to the library here Saturday night. Right? <laughs> I mean, unless there's a club called Library with some hot chicks in right, it. Right, right. That would um, be a cool library. Like that'd open be a up great. A, a book wall and you enter in the back. I should, I should send an email to myself about that right now. <laughs> but, you know, so I'm... I'm going to go and I'm going to have some fun. That's right. that's what I'm going to do. But at the, on that same token, she's on the other side of the world, literally. I don't know what she's doing. Right. You know? And we kind of have an understanding where it's, you know, I don't have a right to ask what she's doing. And that's same thing for her. You know, until it gets to a different level. There's no way we would be able to sustain a, a serious relationship with this kind of distance between us. Right. It's not possible. You know, I mean, it's hard enough to, it's hard enough to have somebody, it's hard enough to live in LA and date somebody in like, let's say Orange County. I know people that do that. It's hard. Well, especially LA because in theory, it could take just as long to get there sometimes. Right. Right? Australia. Right. Um, but, you know, it's, it's not easy. But at least like at the end of the day, if you really need to see each other and sometimes there's some things that are said, some arguments or disagreements where you need to get face to face. There's only so much you can do over the phone. FaceTime helps a little bit, but you miss the thing that you miss the most is the touch, right? And I'm not talking about sexual, that too, but a hug, Just you like know? physically being yeah, there. Yeah, a hug, holding somebody's hand, right? Um, you really can't have, it's, it's really hard to, to have something serious without those things. So we both acknowledged that and knew that if we were to really force that, then this thing will implode. Mm. So... We take it for what it is for now until it and leave it open for to see if it gets more serious. Now, the end of the season, you see that, you know, I have a phone call with her and I tell her, have you seen it? No, I haven't. Okay. At the end of the season, um, I call her and I tell her I'm not ready, you know, and I think Annalise is, is going to be, she's going to epitomize something like that happened too early. Mm. Right? So I'd come out of a real serious relationship and I'd move from the Bay Area to LA. Now, the Bay Area, those are my roots. That's where I'm from. Where are you from, the Bay Area? San Jose. I'm Cooper from San Jose. G- no way. Yeah. Oh, sick. Oh my God, that's, that's awesome. That's so crazy. Yeah. I still have a 408 number. So do I. That's so cool. I'm See? like never giving it up. Yeah, I'm yeah. like 408 till I die. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I've got a really good number too, so for sure I'm not going to give it up. And your phone number is like your email. You can't give it up. No, no, totally. Yeah, I'm like, what do you do? Like, yeah. you're never going to know anyone ever again. <laughs> ever, ever. Which sometimes I kind of, for that reason, I wouldn't you mind doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I I'm, I actually grew up in Cupertino. I still have a house there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I still have two of my companies are in, San, are in Milpitas. Mm-hmm. And so I still go back and forth. I was just there last weekend. But, you know, okay, you being from the Bay, you know, as beautiful as a, of a place it is to live, especially to raise a family, um, mm-hmm. it can be boring. 
Right. I, I mean, it, the fact that everyone's like so excited about Silicon Valley now is like the biggest joke between me and my friends because yeah. it is. It's yeah. like downtown San Jose is like a street. Like it's not really yeah. fun to go. I mean, compared no. to like New York or LA or even San Francisco, it's you just can. like. But even if you were to throw San Francisco into the mix, now it's a little bit better. But when we were younger. No, totally. Yeah, there's nothing to do, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, if 10 people were to go out on a Saturday night, they're all going to go to the same place. Right. And the reason is because that's the only place that's good, right? Whereas in LA, you take 10 people and shove them in, in for the whole weekend, and they could all have the most ridiculous stories at the end of the weekend and have the best time and never ran into each other and been in the same place. Right, Because right. there's that many options. And it's seven days a week, 24 hours a day. So coming from the Bay Area, leaving a serious relationship, and then moving into LA, it's like... Uh, kind of getting a candy store. Yeah, right? yeah, totally. And I feel like somewhat deprived from before, so I'm trying to make up for, for before times too. So you kind of go hard. Mm-hmm. And then I met on Elise, and I was like, Shit. right. You know, this was n- not now. You know, can we just like, like do this again? A year, you know, yeah, or a three years from now. Or three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, can we just like same time, same place, <laughs> right? Um, just three years from now. So I think that's what happened. Mm. And well, I don't think I know. And I still wanted to try because I think she's a great girl. I think she's awesome. And again, something you'll see this season is that she stands by me. She's a soldier, you know, like in any other situation, it's like sometimes if she, and she felt like even if she understood, if she felt like she was going to look bad, mm-hmm. she's not necessarily going to stand there, you know, take the heat in traditionally what I've seen with other women. Donnelly's didn't do that. You know, she's ride or die, truly. So that makes it even harder. It's like, Shit. you know, please just, can you, can I put you in a safe deposit box for a little while? <laughs> you know, I'll have them deliver food and water. We'll follow Geneva Convention. I don't know. <laughs> um, but so that's the case. So I, I call her and I tell her, I go, look, I'm just, I'm just not ready. You know, I, I don't want to make this more serious in order for it to fail. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and that's just kind of where I'm at. So when I say, you know, you'll see some things develop, you'll see me kind of battle with that. And I'm trying to struggle and, and hold these things together by their very, very last string. And then you'll see it break. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so that's kind of what happens. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure everyone else is very involved as well, from what I know from yeah. the shots of Sunset. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I tried to tie my shoes this morning and everybody got involved. So yeah, that's that, that's a given. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so moving on from this seriousness, we have a kind of a fun game where we're going to do kind of a rapid fire 60 seconds on the clock questions for you. Okay. So just kind of fun, silly questions. Okay. So like a uh, first thing comes to mind kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. Um, Blonde. Right. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was jumping. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I love it. I love it. I jumped there. Um, are we ready? Okay. Go. Okay. So the yacht is sinking. Which shot do you save? Shervin. <laughs> Besides yourself. Oh, oh, now you're making extra rules? Does <laughs> yeah, 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 the yeah. clock stop it's during this time? It's a follow-up question. Okay, okay. Follow-up question. Uh, which shot do I save? Um, rapid fire. Rapid fire. Uh, probably Golnessa because she can't swim and the rest of them will figure out how to save themselves. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, which are you more afraid of, zombies or ghosts? Ghosts. Okay. Uh, the best thing about LA? Me. <laughs> the worst thing about LA? Me. 
<laughs> what's the worst thing you've done to get out of a speeding ticket? Uh, what's the worst thing I've done to get out of a speeding ticket? Okay, one time I tried to show cleavage and it did not work. <laughs> I tried though. I, the guy even gave me an A for effort, but he still gave me the fucking ticket. <laughs> um, your favorite curse word in Farsi? Oh, shit. do I have? Okay, so <laughs> this is so bad. Uh, is my mom gonna hear this? Uh, you can show it to her if you want, but you cannot. Show this is it to online, her. right? Yeah, it's yeah, cool. Now, yeah. She barely knows how to use that stuff. It's uh, <laughs> the word is curie, right? So it just it means like. Little transition Kiri is the uh, male member. Oh, okay. And Kiri would be like something just kind of like she's like uh, shitty, kind of like like you know dicky. It's like literally it'd be dicky, right? Okay, yeah. dicky. I yeah. like it. So uh, unfortunately, because I say it sometimes, every once in a while, now Maris has added it to her vernacular, <laughs> and then now Golnessa has added it to her vernacular. So now everything, every time they talk to me, like but cute, I'm Kiri, right? I'm like, dude, stop getting used to saying that. You're, it's gonna slip in front of my mom or your mom or something, and it's gonna be a problem. They're like, oh, if it does, I'm gonna say I got it from you. I was like, you better not. <laughs> so no, seriously, seriously, they do. Or, like, I'll be with Marison. I'll she'll like disagree with me. She'll be like, let's go over here and eat. I'm like, no, let's go to the other place. She's like, I'm gonna call your mom and say the words you say. <laughs> Fucking bitch. I'm like, all right, let's just go wherever you want. They cut deep. They do. They don't like. They have no like. <laughs> No, no filter. There's no fence. Like you know, <laughs> just right for the jugular. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna keep going. Pretend yeah, we're, we're gonna make it like two minutes. <laughs> okay. Um, if you could have one last Persian meal, what would it be? Chicken kebab. Mm-hmm. All day. Who's prettier, Gigi or Destiny? Golnessa. Okay. Uh, who? What's the craziest place you've had sex? Um, Nordstrom's fitting room. Oh. Uh, have you ever gotten Botox? Yeah. Uh, do you know any housewives? I do. Um, how many kids do you want? Four. Okay. Uh, what's your most extravagant purchase in the last six months? Harley. Uh, how much is in your checking account right now? Not much left after the Harley. <laughs> how many pieces of gold jewelry do you have? Not, I'm not a big jewelry guy, um, but I probably have like three or four. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I'm not big on jewelry. Not, not like resins, like dripping in gold yeah, yeah, all no, the no, time. No. Um, and would you ever wear a caftan? Al says, like, hey, we've got these male caftans coming, Sheriff. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's great. She's like, I think you'll look great in one. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's wonderful. You know, I wore a di- what they call it, a dish dash uh-huh, uh-huh. when I was in Dubai, right? So we did this, like, traditional Emirati's meal. So the guy, the host wanted us to wear his dish dashes. He brought him his gifts, and it would be rude not to wear it. Was, I mean, that's kind of like a caftan, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a big freaking dress, you know? So yes is the answer, then. Yes, yeah, so sure. <laughs> so how about this? I, then I guess I technically have. <laughs> and can you do an Australian accent? <sighs> we, just, we saw that I really can't. <laughs> Especially because I used the wrong terminology, too, the wrong words. Um, no, I can't. I can say the no, because I say no. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Mm-hmm. yeah. They feel like a weird, like, R on it, almost. No, yeah. Yeah. Or they or instead of saw like I saw it, the guy saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Cool, that was easy. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess we got to make them harder next time. Yeah, well, <laughs> if you guys really want to make them hard, let my castmates write them next time. <laughs> we'll tweet at them and <laughs> yeah. see what they yeah, say. Seriously, seriously. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for your time. This awesome. was so great. For sure. Maybe uh, next time I come, I'll visit you guys again. Yeah, please do. Or maybe I'll see you in San Jose. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh, Not. my God, that's so funny. I know. No, well, do you I mean, go back? Yeah, I go back maybe a couple times a year. I think I okay. might go in a couple weeks, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. um, but we'd probably end up at the same bar. Yeah, the, like the one bar, you mean? Bar. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Cool. Shervin, my San Jose brother from another mother, thank you so much for coming on the show, for playing a ridiculous rapid-fire game and being such a good sport. Um, oh, and I hope that you were honest with me. You hear that? Your dog knows. Spring is coming sooner than you think. But the warmer weather also means that fleas and ticks are coming back. Fleas are an itchy nuisance and can easily get into your home, furniture, and beds, which can be terrible. Ticks are even worse. They're hard to spot but can carry disease and get your dog really sick. PetMed's pharmacists connect directly with your vet to save you time and deliver the best flea and tick products for your pet. PetMeds offers low prices on all flea and tick meds, including NexGuard, Simperica, and more. Visit PetMeds.com and use promo code PODCAST to save 40% on your first auto ship order. That's PetMeds.com promo code PODCAST for 40% off your first auto ship order. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Real Housewives of Orange County. It's vacation time. Who doesn't love a Real Housewives vacation? Woo-hoo! Let's get it poppin' daddy. <laughs> I mean, it was the episode we've all been waiting for. Iceland part one. I forgot that there was an emergency in Iceland. Yes, me like, too. I, that totally took me by surprise because I forgot that that was happening. But let's not jump ahead of ourselves. No, I know. I'm just so excited. I mean, I'm not excited. I, I, but because I know everyone is okay, I am excited. I loved this hotel because I love a theme and I love when I love that the hotel takes their themes so far. Mm-hmm. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And just the women's reaction to their rooms, like when they said to Vicky, and this is the safari room. And she goes, it sure is. <laughs> this is um, the African theme. Yes, it is. Um, and then, of course, you have Tamara. In the Japanese room with the shoes. And the weird tub. The weird tub. And then you have Lydia in like the royal room. Right. With this like gorgeous big tub that the wind, the doors open up like Belle at the beginning. She of... has like a whole living room. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we didn't get to see Peggy's room. Oh, that's right. And someone else's. Well, we did see Shannon's, and I love Shannon's. I did, too. I was like, I was going to ask you which room would you want. It's probably Lydia or Shannon's. Yeah, me, too. You can have Lydia's and I'll Shannon's. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. When we go to hotel, I wrote it down because I want to go there. Ranga. Ranga? Yeah, something like that. But I want to go there. 
Maybe um, I can go through the nobleman. You know, I've I've always known that Iceland has so much daylight, but it's different to see it in effect. And so it's like, we're going to go outside for dinner, and it's still bright outside. Like, that would really mess with you. Yeah, even going, I've gone to the UK, and even then, it gets dark around like 10, 10.30. Really? Yeah, and so it's weird because it's like so late, but it's just the sun is setting. Because here in the summer, it's like 9. That's like well, the latest and, yeah, you're going to get. Right, and right now, it's like at 5.30. Yeah, it's horrible. Um, but yeah, so it does kind of mess with you. Um, so then they have to try all of the Icelandic delicacies, which one of them is a puffin. <laughs> I didn't even think about how this would like hurt your soul so much. Puffins are so f***ing cute. I just was thinking of, you know, in, um, what's the el- elf? In elf, when he's like, bye Arctic puffin, and they're like, bye Willie. No, does How could anyone eat a puffin? <laughs> I mean, apparently it was delicious, it according makes to me, Kelly it, Like, it still upsets me. Because it's like, would you eat a penguin? Maybe you would. I don't know. I, I mean, honestly, I'm the type of person that if, like, it was something that they did there a lot... I try to think of it as, like, to me it's weird, but to them it's normal. So right. I'm like, you don't want to hurt their feelings. Right. Not even that, but, like, I want to try what they would experience as normal because it's, like, we don't think of it as that. What if in some what if places... What like chickens? What if in some places human babies are delicacies? Well, then I won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently it's delicious, according to Kelly Dodd, and we asked her about it when she was in the office. But so one of the things they try is like the disgusting fermented shark. shark. And then afterwards, Kelly says the three words I just don't think any human should ever utter smell my fingers. Oh, God. Literally, smell my fingers. I'm I not dare you. It. Smell no. my fingers. What, Kelly? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm not going to smell your fingers. <laughs> I want to talk about Kelly and Vicky going to whoop it up. Yes. Uh, see, that's me on, like, every trip. Like, I'm always the person that goes out with everyone later. I just love that they crashed someone's high school reunion. I know. It's so amazing. In And they're all probably, like, local Icelandic people. Right. Like, this high school reunion. That's so amazing. So funny. Um, so MVPs go to yeah. Kelly and Vicky. What do you think of this group text... Mess. Oh, right, right. I think that Lydia's sensitive because she's been left out so much. Yeah. And I do think that Tamara could be a little kinder when Lydia was like, I was upset by that. And her being like, because of a group text? Right. Sorry. So it was inadvertent. I just wanted to know. Because you seem like your feelings were Well, they were. Totally. Because you weren't on a group text? And then Bravo so brilliantly did an amazing flashback when Shannon was like, what is she, 12 years old? That was so shady to me. That's my rose. I'm trying to figure out how old Lydia is because she's acting like a 10-year-old. It was so good. Like, I don't know that Bravo has ever really, aside from using direct quotes and flashbacks, been so like editorial almost in what they choose they do it all the time do they yes i don't know their flashbacks are like one of the key tools we have right um but i i loved it because it's just like okay lydia was being a little 
petty. Lydia was being a little petty, but it's not like n- not all of you have before. Right. Like, Shannon got the flashback, but they could have done a flashback to anybody. Right. Um, and the menu throwing. But I thought it was so funny because had Vicky, first of all, Vicky's the peacemaker later on talking to Lydia about it. I, that was weird. I think you could sit Kobach on the bus and say, I'm sorry for throwing the menu and I'm sorry for overreacting. To her? Mm-hmm. You think I need to? I, I do. Oh, wow. But she was right, because I yeah. think that is what Tamara needed. But then when Lydia goes to apologize to Tamara about the whole they menu throwing. keep going. I was like, Tamara, she just said I'm sorry. Sometimes when someone says I'm sorry, you just have to be like, thank you for apologizing. I'm sorry as well. Let's move on. Instead right. of like, I'm going to keep defending myself. She's apologizing. Yeah. Anyway, that was happening. Um, I, we could talk about the glacier hiking, and all I want to say is at the top when Megan was like, so global warming, how is that affecting? And they're like, yeah, in 200 years, this glacier won't be here. And immediately, Vicky goes, so where's the helicopter to take us down? I know. And I, I couldn't tell if she was joking or not. Your carbon footprint, Vicky. <laughs> the whole point. <laughs> uh, right, maybe she was joking. Maybe she, maybe. Yeah. Maybe we're not giving her enough maybe credit. Maybe enough credit, <laughs> right, right. So what they is, go hiking, they go ATVing, there was no, nobody fell in a crevasse. A crevasse. Yeah, so then we go back to the rooms where everyone's getting ready for dinner, and Vicky is not in good shape. No. <laughs> we hear her classic, yeah, her gag, but this it's time, not funny. It's not gagging. She's throwing up, and she... They said looked white. And her heart was pounding. We had just seen in the, like, previously on Real Houses of Orange County, her her heart is enlarged. Yeah. I'm, like, freaking out. I think that there's no way it's not an anxiety attack. So you think it's, you've had an anxiety yeah, attack? Yeah, and I it really does feel like, oh, my God, this is it. I'm dying. And just the fact that she had gotten that information, and I don't think it's necessarily at the top of her mind, but it's... It's lurking in her subconscious. That her, about her heart? Yeah. And that's what brought on the anxiety? Maybe. I mean, a lot of times when you're traveling, like, you're so out of whack. Your hormones are all over the place. Your, like, chemicals are all over the place. They're in a place that gets no darkness. Um, I'm not surprised. And they but, were pushing themselves that day. Yeah. I do have to say, though, I'm glad they're checking it out because I did read an article from a nurse that was like, the worst thing that many women do is when they're experiencing any sort of like chest pain or anything, they are like, I'll just sleep it off. And it ends up being a heart attack and they oh die in their God. sleep. Well, I'm glad everyone took it seriously. The police are on their way. The ambulance is on their way. But I was, I would be freaking out. And, but even Kelly's like, you're having an anxiety attack. Right. It's an anxiety attack. But it mimics the same symptoms totally. as a heart attack. That's why, yeah, you usually end up going to the hospital. Right. Um, but we know now that Vicky is fine. We've spoken to her. Yes. You saw her. She's good. But I don't know. This could have been something. We right. still have to find we out. Well, maybe she'll get her casserole this time. Right. Yeah. Rachel, do you have a rose and thorn for this week? Um, yeah, so my rose was that flashback that we just talked about. With Shannon. With Shannon, because it was just so perfectly bravo, shady, it made me all, like, warm inside. <laughs> my rose would have to be the pet psychic on <laughs> Dallas, on the Real Housewives of Dallas, mainly because 
you know, pet psychics, that's fun and cute. But Deandra took it so seriously. I, I think she's going through a lot. Right. Like, it's clear that it was, like, stress-related, but it was still, <laughs> oh, my God, so good. But, like, imagine if a pet psychic told you that your pets were sad well, and, and missed I, you. I feel like you would cry. <laughs> and I have to say, I feel like the one way to really validate someone ever is to just look at them and be like, you're working really hard right now. Like, because it just makes you feel like, yes, I am. And that's what the pet's like. Like, your pet is saying, mom, my mom's working too hard. And it's like, ah, uh, I am. Gypsy knows. <laughs> Gypsy knows. Um, what was your uh, thorn? What was bad? Oh, my thorn was eating a fucking puffin. Oh, I'm sorry. That makes sense for you. <laughs> And my thorn this week was seeing Melania cry and saying she saw her Nona. I was working on my project in school and I look at the side and I, I, I see her. Yeah, I see her cooking right there. If you see Nona cooking, th- that should make you happy, no? On the corner and how much she misses her. It was like, it's just too sad. Like, I need no more of those because it's too hard for my heart. Everyone, we want to know what your rose and thorn was this week, so make sure you tweet us. Use the hashtag BravoDailyDish and hashtag RoseandThorn. We have some amazing fans out there who are already using those hashtags, and we wanted to shout you out. Oh, I loved this one. Um, at Becky no Blog tweeted us because on Watch What Happens Live, Valerie Bertinelli was on, and <laughs> she said, What's grinder? Is it nasty? <laughs> Um, and then I liked, which Megan, like, alerted me to in the middle of a meeting, at Dom Marie, was like, this whole grown woman in pigtails trend needs to stop. Looking at you, Real Housewives of New Jersey, um, wives, hashtag Bravo Daily Dish. And then Megan was like, LOL at this because uh, Rachie Robb is rocking some pigtails as we speak. And she was. Which I was, but they were like little buns. I Do mean, I don't think you need to <laughs> qualify it. Okay, they were yeah, very no. cute. Thank you. Thank you. And then I got crazy replies to my tweet from the reunion at I mean, Dallas. Of course. Um, it just was so good, so I had to tweet something, and I basically tweeted a gif of Leanne being like, like everything's blowing up. And I got so many responses. I'm so glad you guys were interested, but especially um, Adam at Adam X Dalio, Dalio, Dalio. We're gonna go with Dalio. Um, he said, "I'm so jealous of you right now," and then used the hashtag, "Not knives, just hands." Amazing. Amazing. So we want to continue to hear from all of you. Did you watch us on Watch What Happens Live? Or did you not? I mean, I hope you did. You can go back and watch it now. Yeah, that's true. On demand. Yeah. Please tweet us at Bravo TV using the hashtag Bravo Daily Dish. And you can always find us on our own social media accounts. I'm at Meg Segura on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Rachie Rob. Cool. Yay. Thank you. Looking fun and I got my girls with me With the boys at the table getting tipsy Miss me, kiss me one more time Get over here, boy I'm Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars Maybe even flying cars Okay, no flying cars But as soon as they get invented They'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait Auto Trader. Hey you, it's Jason Bateman 
Have you listened to Smartless? Smartless is the podcast that I host with my friends who are more like brothers. The super talented and funny Will Arnett and Sean Hayes is JJ well, JJ JJ. Why are yeah. you why are you whispering? Well, it, there's there's a pst in the in the in the copy. But people are listening, so it's like they are listening. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. In each episode of Smartless, one of us reveals our mystery guest to the other two. What ensues is a genuinely improvised and authentic conversation. Our mystery guests span our mystery. We'll cut this out. Our mystery guests. All right, here we go. We got a lot of big famous people from different walks of life. And if you're yeah, a Wondery fan, then you're going to stone. Yeah. Just you come and listen Tyson. to it. Yeah. We're on Wondery right now and you can listen yeah. to us. And no matter what you're doing, you're at the gym or you're in the car, just listen yeah. to the podcast. Sean, tell them where they can find it. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Bye. 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 